very happy Valentine's Day, a very unique Valentine's Day, as we are also, of course, celebrating Ash Wednesday. Uh, we are beginning this Lenten season on this day that people normally use to celebrate love. But you know, Lent is very much about love as well. It is very much about the love that we have for God, that we love him so much that we are undertaking this penitential season, this season where we do these traditional practices of giving something up, where we do, you know, eating fish or other, you know, giving up meat on Fridays, where we do the stations of the cross. We do all these acts out of love for God. We do all these acts because we love him so much that we want to prepare ourselves to celebrate that time when our Lord suffered, died, and rose again for our salvation. So Lent is really a season of love, but it is a season of us showing the love that we have for God. The challenge, I would say, for this Lenten season, and every Lenten season, is to go a little deeper into that love to go a little deeper into that love that we have for God and especially that love that God has for us that he wants us to share in that suffering and death and resurrection of our Lord. And he wants this Lenten season to be a time that changes us, that changes us to draw closer to him. And if we do Lent properly, if we do like you know, like I said uh, last Sunday, that our sacrifice, what we're giving up, should hurt just a little bit. It should be a sacrifice. Not something we give up just for the sake of giving it up, but something we give up because it is something we desire. And not having it is a loss for us. Again, even a small, small loss. But Lent should change us to be different people if we do it properly, if we do Lent well, we should have moved closer to our Lord. Our lives should help us model his just a little bit more. Because Lent is an opportunity for us to refocus our priorities, to look at what we have for our priorities in our life and give God more importance in our lives. Give him a higher priority. Show that love to him all the more. And yes, it is very much a season to shed bad habits and bad behaviors. It's a season for us to reevaluate how we live our daily lives. But ultimately, Lent is a time to be reconciled with God, to be united with him. It's an opportunity for us to do penance. Now, when we think of penance, I think we oftentimes, as Catholics, associate that term with punishment. You go to the sacrament confession, you're given a penance, it's a punishment for your sins. No, it isn't. We're not doing those two Hail Marys or three Our Fathers or whatever they might be, whatever I happen to give as a, a penance. We're not doing that out of punishment. I mean, first of all, that's a pretty mild punishment to do a few prayers after you've received the sacrament of confession. I mean, go out there and pray to Hail Marys. That's not very punishing. That doesn't hurt too much. Their penance is actions that we do out of love for God. It's a recognition for our sins 
And it's an action that we do to, to show that we love God. And yes, to make reparation for those sins, for those times that we have turned away from him. You know, the idea of, you know, if we do an action that turns away from him, well, there's an equal but opposite reaction to turn back to him. Except for, of course, again, sometimes those sins that we do are severe, but we turn back to him, and it's much easier to do. It isn't equal but opposite. Unlike, you know, inertia and all that, laws of inertia and all that. Penance is showing sorrow for our sins, and it's an action that we do to repair that relationship that we have harmed. It is a repentance is a recognition that we have harmed our relationship with God. You know, an example that I'm sure many of you husbands have never ever had to do is to give flowers to your wife to say sorry after an argument. I'm sure none of the husbands here have had to do that at any time in their lives, and all the wives are going, yes, they have. That's what penance is. We're sorry for our sins. And so we turn back to God and we do these acts of penance to say we're sorry, to show our sorrow. You know, through acts of penance, we return to God with our whole heart and rend our hearts as we see in the first reading. That's what we're doing when we do acts of penance. So this time of Lent, as I said, is a time for us to grow closer to God. It's a time for us to change and to live more as he wants us to live. And it is a time to do penance. It's a time for us to do, three, there are three normal, three acts that are considered acts of penance. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And you will, all, you will see throughout Lent those themes coming up. Pray, fast, give alms. And notice our Lord says, when you pray, when you fast, when you give alms in the gospel today. You know, he's talking about these people that they're doing these actions out of showing off. You know, they want to make sure you know that they're doing these things. Well, our Lord doesn't say when you do or if you do that. He says when you do that. We still have to do them. We still have to do these acts of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Our Lord expects that of us. He expected of, it, of his disciples at the time, and he expects us of that now, to do that now. And so first of all, prayer. Lent is a time to be more conscious of our prayer life. It's so easy during our normal day, days and weeks and months and years that we just kind of go through our lives drifting along. We don't always think of what we do for prayer. And we may have a prayer routine that we do. We may have things we do on a daily basis for prayer, but this is a time to really think about it. And if we're not doing prayer and we're not thinking about prayer, this is a time to be more conscious of the fact that we're not, we're not engaging in the act of prayer. It's really a time to step up our prayer life. You know, think of an athlete that's got a big event. We just had the Super Bowl. You know that those teams were practicing harder than they have all year. They were thinking about the game harder, more than they were all year. They wanted that game more than any game all year. Well, Lent is our big game. Lent is our time 
to be thinking about our prayer life, to be praying like we don't normally all year, to be focused on our prayer like we don't do all year. And so Lent is a, it's an opportunity for us to engage in devotions. It's an opportunity for us to do devotions, especially, you know, the Stations of the Cross, which we do every, we'll do every Friday. Friday evening at 5.30, we will do Stations of the Cross here in the church. And it's a wonderful devotion that has become so connected with Lent because we have linked ourselves to the passion of our Lord every time we pray the Station of the Cross. We are spiritually walking with our Lord through his journey to his death. We are accompanying him on that. Of course, Divine Mercy Chaplet, like the, we sung as our, you know, as the opening hymn, you know, praying the Divine Mercy Chaplet, asking our Lord for his mercy. And of course, the week after Easter is Divine Mercy Sunday. So that's also a good way for us to prepare for that celebration. One encouragement I always give people during Lent is if you can come to daily Mass, you know, of course, Sunday Mass is important and Sunday Mass is the priority. But if you can also come to daily Mass, even one day a week during Lent, come to you know, one of the ma daily Masses that we offer here, or if you're in town or wherever you might be. You know, but try to go to more than just Sunday Mass during Lent. And of course, there's just the obvious statement. We need to spend more time in prayer. We each, including myself, need to spend more time in prayer during Lent. Second, we have fasting. And we, you know, we know, of course, today is, is fasting from food. That today we are to you know, eat one regular meal, two smaller meals, or we don't even have to eat those two smaller meals if we wish, but you know, to, to reduce our food intake for today, you know, the amount of food that we normally eat. And again, we do this out of this act of penance, to, to give up some food, give up that meal. But this is also where, you know, giving up something for Lent fits. That is a form of fasting. It's a, sometimes a very simple form of fasting. You know, it, you know people like, like to give up, you know, chocolate or sweets or, or, you know, certain TV shows or this or that, you know, something very simple. But maybe we need to consider how can we fast more during Lent? How can we give up something more. Like I said, you know, to give up something where it might even hurt just a little bit to not have that in our lives for these next six weeks. And sometimes when we, when we fast, we can replace what we have fasted with something better. For example, if we tend to spend time during the day watching TV, maybe instead that's, we take that time we would spend watching those, the, those soaps and those daytime TV shows, instead go visit someone. Go visit someone we haven't talked to in a while or call someone we haven't talked to for a while. If there is a food that we're giving up, maybe, you know, if you, you have to have your Coca-Cola every day. If instead of having a can of Coke, you give that money to charity instead. That's a very common one. And that'll go into almsgiving. But whatever you sacrifice, to take that and to use it for a, a greater good. And we do this fasting so that we might draw closer to God. 
so we might draw closer to him through that simple act, even just that simple act of your belly rumbling in the afternoon because you haven't had anything to eat yet because you're fasting for that day. We can draw closer to God in our Lord's suffering. And then third of all, almsgiving. We are called during Lent to be more conscious in our giving, in what we give to our Lord, in what we give to those who are in need. As I said, one regular practice is if we fast from something that we normally spend money on, on a regular basis, to instead give that money to charity, to instead give that money to the church, give that money to something like Catholic Relief Services that help the poorest of the poor, give that money to uh, Catholic Social Services of Montana or another uh, Catholic Charities, things like that. But give that money that we would normally use for ourselves for the good of others. Obviously, you know, we will welcome increased donations to the parish, but it doesn't have to be that. Almsgiving does not have to be to the parish. It can be any charity that does good for the people, for other people. And so, as I said, Lent is a time for us to turn our lives back to God, turn our focus back to God, and do these, these acts of penance by living our lives humbly, seeking his glory through works of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving.